Blog Timothy? Talk Radio. Yeah, hello. Hi, Timothy. Hello. Hi, Timothy. It's yeah. Kim Robert Shields and Rachel Diana. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you guys? Is it both of you or? I'm sorry. Uh, is it yes, both of you on? Yes, we are. Yes, hi, Timothy. Uh, uh, hi, how are you guys? Uh, can you do me a favor before we talk? Can you introduce yourself to my list that know who you are if they're not familiar with you? Is that okay? Okay. My name is Kim Rocco Shields. I'm the director, creator of Love is All You Need. My name is Rachel Diana, and I am the creative producer as well as casting for Love is All You Need. So you guys want to tell us about the uh, the project that you guys are working on? You want to tell us about it? Hello? Hello? Well, oh, hi. Yes, so Love is All You Need was created as a kind of to rise against the bullies in America. Um, a long time ago, you know, when all bullying came to the forefront of the news, um, I thought to myself, what would make people understand why these young kids are committing suicide? And then I realized if you put the shoe on the other foot and you can show people what bullying is really like from a new point of view, then maybe people will start to understand. And thus came the project Love is All You Need. Now, uh, why did uh, for as far as with bullying, if I if I can ask, uh, well, were you were uh, at some point bullied at some point in your life, or it just was based on uh, what you heard or other experiences? Well, my co-writer David Tillman was the victim of of many accounts of bullying when he was growing up. So when we went to go write the story, um, we infused a lot of of the things that he had encountered, as well as accounts from mainstream media that we had heard in order to make it relevant for the people watching. Uh, if I could take it back a second, uh, when did you decide you wanted to get into film and producing and, and things to that nature? What, what was the, where did the passion come in at? Well, I always kind of knew it was in my blood. I, um, I grew up in Los Angeles, and uh, my aunt was the producer, and I grew up kind of on film sets, always idolizing her. I went to school for film and learned a really vast array of knowledge in the realm of psychology of film and how you could use film to invoke certain emotions in the viewers. And that's the aesthetic I brought to Love is All You Need. The the viewer really feels, you know, uneasiness when they're watching and they feel for Ashley, the protagonist of the film, and um, that's done specifically utilizing you know, the psychology of film to create emotion. And uh, Love is All You Need, are you still uh, currently filming uh, this project, correct? Um, We are about to start filming the feature version. The short version has uh, traveled across the world and gone to film festivals all over, and it's just been an amazing experience. So out of that, we created a feature version to bring it to the mainstream audience. Uh, Rachel. Rachel, you there? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Uh, okay, yeah, I want your input, too. I'm not going to forget about you. Uh, 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 we want to talk about you for a second. You're the, I forget, I don't have my notes in front of me. You're one of the uh, script writers? I, I'm i the producer for The Short Love is All You Need, as well as I did the casting for the short film. 
Okay. And, and we, uh, we've got a whole new set of people and a whole new set of team in front of us for the feature film that is in the works right now. And you did the casting for it. Uh, I, I, I want to know what, what happened. Why did I get the phone call? Why wasn't I cast for the project? <laughs> I'm just joking. So we we would have had you playing a bunch of roles, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, where, if I could ask you the same question I asked, uh, where did your passion come to want to get into the uh, the filming and and, and, and the uh, movie business? Well, it actually started, I think I was about three years old, and my grandmother in New York took me to see a community theater show of Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she said that I sat there with my jaw open, and I thought it, when it was over, I started crying, and I said, but pre- press play again. I thought it was a VHS tape. And um, from then on, she always took me out to go see the community theater children's shows. And I just, I grew up loving that, and I grew up loving the art of it, and I thought it was an escape and a passion and a, a world of imagination that you just still don't have to give up. And I so I followed that all through school and actually in the theater world. And when I moved, made my move out to California, that's when the world of film and television started sneaking into my mind and all the wonderful things that you could create and show to audiences all over the world. And besides the Love is a Weed project, what else do you got going on that we could look forward to? Well, um, Wingspan Pictures is the production company that kind of put the project together, and Wingspan has been, let's say, expanding its wings and growing as it can as a um, original entertainment and content provider. So we've been working on a few TV shows and a few other movies that are in the process right now. Right now we're even in the talks about doing a fun little horror film. Okay. And, uh, okay. Uh, is there, uh, I'm not going to keep you guys long, is there uh, anything else you want uh, my listeners to know or to be on the lookout for or anything you want to put out there and let them know about? Yeah. Um, you know, Love is All You Need tells a story that has never been told before. It tells the story of bullying from a reverse world where straight is gay and gay is straight. And by reversing these ideals, people can understand how, you know, gays has have been um, oppressed and kind of related to their own. And the feature version that's shaping up is starring Kellen Lutz and Camilla Bell, as well as some other Academy Award nomin- or winners. So we're really excited to bring Hollywood to really together to really tell this tale. You know, it's an important story because I think everybody in the society has been bullied in one way or another, and. It's something that we can all come together on as far as a social issue. And it's really a beautiful way, I think, that Rocco has captured it. And she has really put together a beautiful story that it hasn't been done before. And people have said to us, why why not do it just a regular world? And that's the love story. And the fact is Rocco found this great formula of not doing it and preaching to the choir. It's just a shoe on the other foot. And it's something everyone can relate to when it kind of plays on their world and not a world they don't understand. Much success with everything, uh, Marco and uh, Rachel. Much success with everything, and I wish you guys the best. Uh, And again, much, much success. And thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys be blessed. You have a great one.
mental telepathy Meet me up at the spot I'll be sending over the chauffeur Rich nigga bread They popping up like a toaster Nobody come close to me And you together Step under my umbrella We'll make it through any weather Except when I make it storm Sex in the greatest form Then hibernate under my body And yep, I keep it warm And in a chin chiller You know I beat it up Like the thriller in Manila Flying my private jet To villas in Anguilla Just throw you on the grill That's cause seven days a week You're my five course meal For real
Jarvis. Jarvis, how you doing, man? Good. What's going on? No, man. It's great to have you on the show, man. You're one of one of you know, the favorite guests of the day, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you, man. No Appreciate problem, it. No problem, man. Do me a favor. No problem, man. Do me a favor. Uh, I know who you are, man. Maybe millions of us know. For those who don't know the great Jarvis, man, and to let us know, uh, for those who don't, let us know who you are, man. Oh, so you want, to, so you want me to do a little bio on me, a little quick bio? Just tell everybody about who you are, man. You told me so 40 million records, but I'm just an example. Bro. Everybody know who you are, man. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Jarvis Green. Grew up in a little town called Donaldsonville, Louisiana. I reside in Baton Rouge, Louisiana now. Uh, went to LSU and graduated in 2002. Uh, graduated in construction engineering. Last year at LSU, I had coach Nick Saban as my head coach. Uh, we won the Sugar Bowl. We beat the crap out of Illinois. And after that, I didn't have any idea I know, about about the draft and football. And, you know, so I made sure I got my degree. But I got drafted in the fourth round by the uh, New England Patriots in 2002. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that, I played eight years with the Patriots. But I played in three Super Bowls. And I won two Super Bowls. And one of the big plays that, that kind of, I guess, changed my life was when I missed Peyton Manning. I mean, Eli Manning for the sack on uh, third and seventh on that last series when Tyrese caught the ball on top of his head. Unbelievable catch. And uh, from that, uh, I, have, I have a wife and I have three kids. And uh, I've been doing a lot of work while playing football. I own a construction company. I do a lot of different other things. I work with a shrimp company. I have a foundation called the Jarvis Green Foundation that we have disadvantaged um, mm-hmm. working mothers, you know, and uh, we've been doing that since Hurricane Katrina happened. Because after uh, Hurricane Katrina, I started my foundation. Uh, I won the Ron Burton Award in New England, I think, in 2005, right before Katrina. And that's pretty much for, like, the community, all community award. And that's when I started my foundation. I wanted to help people, want to give back um all my life, you know, my my mom and dad, I mean, they helped, you know, and fed the poor and, and just give, you know, for those who mm-hmm. that what was needed. So I did the same thing with the foundation, and that's what I'm doing to, to this day. And I'm uh, just living life, man. I retired two years ago after I left New football England. Football? And I was yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't play football anymore because when I left oh, New England. Oh, man, why, why not, man? What happened, man? We, we, I don't know how to see you out there, man. My left knee busted. I don't I left knees busted, uh, and I got to have back surgery, and I got to have extensive back surgery. I've been debating for two years for it. Uh, so that's why I had to get out of football. I wish I could have played longer, but um, it is good to see you know, some of my, my fellow, uh, I guess, LSU you know, guys that I played with still playing professional football. So, And also, it's a little, it's a little pet peeve here. Um, my, my, my neighbor in Baton Rouge is Ryan Clark. He's, you know, I, we went to LSU together, came and graduated together. Ryan Clark is my neighbor, safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Randall Gay, he's a player for the Saints in New England. He's also a neighbor of mine in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You know, so that's 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 pretty good wrap up there. No, no, you good. <laughs> you good, man. Um right. question, uh Way Farm, uh, my uh my stepdad is one of the big shots over there. He's over all the truck drivers over there, like regional. Oh really? Um yeah, so uh, how did you team up with them with, with your, your distribution and everything? How do you team up with Wakefront? Okay, this is what happened, man. Um, of course, you know about, you know, everybody know about what happened with Katrina. Uh, we lost a lot of, you know, family members. People lost their homes. People lost their lives. A lot of stuff happened. And uh, people lost their past. So 
Uh, I work with a group called IFBG, Innovative Food and Biotechnology Group. That's a long name, so just, you know, IFBG sounds so much better, right? But we're a shrimp company mm-hmm. out of New Orleans. We're a full uh, shrimp company. Uh, we have our own shrimp boats. You know, we have our facility, ice house, packaging, distribution. We have our own laboratories where we make our own secret sauce and things like that. Well, when Sandy happened, uh, Hurricane Sandy happened, well, let me go back, Katrina. When Katrina hit New Jersey, New York, the Northeast, helped out Louisiana and the Gulf Coast states. That was big time. Everybody knew that. You know, so when Sandy happened, because we we sat there because our factory gets hit every time they have a hurricane, the factory gets hit and flooded every year. You know, we get set back, you know, three months every year. So we were like, hey, let's help out the Sandy victims up there. And, you know, because you, you watch TV, people say, we don't want the money. We want in-kind services. That's what people right. want. So we um, pretty much say, hey, let's, because we, we got the shrimp product, so we started getting to retail stores down south. We're still moving around, you know, because this is a new product. So, But we got a value-added product. So we say, hey, let's uh, find a supermarket or a chain that could take this, but we want somebody that's going to do the right thing with the product. You know, because so much stuff goes on when you have this natural disaster. You know, you got fear. People have fear, and a lot of things happen when fear kicks in. But I had a friend named Eric Eisenberg. He's a marketing guy of mine for nine years. I said, Eric, I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to move this shrimp. Man, you got any, got any ideas? We called some supermarkets. Nobody never got back to us. Well, he said, hey, I got, I got a friend uh, with ShopRite. I said, ShopRite? Really? I heard about ShopRite. But I didn't know Wakefern was the co-op for all the stores. Didn't I know that? And I went on. I said, let me check this out. Went on site, saw everything that they've been doing. Giving you know, to the food pantry, to the food banks. I mean, they've donated over twenty-eight million dollars since they started the program. And I'm looking here; they got eight to ten major food banks. And I tell you, man, it's so different compared to Louisiana and the Northeast because we got a little food banks down here. You know, we feed a few hundred people, but not like the volume of North. You know, and and, and, and the hard work that is put behind it. So when I saw that, I said, we need to go to Wakefield. That's who we want to donate the shrimp to. Because at first we were going to donate 5,000 pounds of 5,000 units of shrimp, but now we're doing 10,000, um, valued, valued at $130,000, bro, just, just the product that we uh, donated. We, 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 the truck came, waited from worked everything out. We talked about it. kind of excited right now, so, you know, so I'm talking kind of going crazy right now. But they bought a truck down here on Tuesday, but when the time we started talking to them, it took like four to five days for them to come and pick the load up. That's how fast they were moving. You know, we got our products set up, boxed up, you know, and everything in the factory, and they got their truck there, and the truck got there today, this morning at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern time this morning. That's how serious they are. And I'm like, I'm glad we made this decision to work with a company like that, I mean, last year they did $13 billion, man, you know. But the things that they do in the Northeast, not just the retail, but what they do giving back, and that was something that touched us as a whole for IFBG. Um, that, um, congratulations on that, man. I, that is, that is truly something special, man. And I got to say personally, I was very uh, affected by Hurricane Sandy. It, it hit Lila very hard, and... Um, 
I was without power on this for at least two and a half weeks, and it, there was oh, no electric, no gas, no nothing. Yeah, so I know that's yeah. what it's like now. As I told, uh, as I told my boss, I said I could now. I know how it actually feels how the Hurricane Katrina victim. So I know now. I can, I can, before I can only imagine or assume, but now I was in that position, so I can say I know how it feels. I because I've been there. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, when they say, you're right, man. I mean, it's a mess. Now, check this out, man. Now, Katrina, you know, the levee bust, the levee would have never bust. You know, we would have had a better chance. Hurricane Sandy, right. y'all didn't have a chance. Right, we did. We did. So it's, you know, so I, I definitely know how it feels, man. And, um, you know, and the fact to me, I made phone calls to everybody, the governor, the president, Obama, but it's like it. My position of power didn't matter. It still had to be people. They were out of power. You understand what I'm saying? So it was not just me being special. So I really yeah. had to really roll with the punches. You know what I'm saying? But my celebrity didn't mean anything because it was you know not just me. It was other celebrities that were there. You know what I mean? I just had to roll with the punches, and it was it's really a serious situation when you're there. Like money means nothing. You understand what I'm saying? It really means yeah. nothing. So I, I can really relate to that. And I my, I appreciate you with, you know, doing that with Wake for me, you know, and helping families, you know, that are in need, you know. Um, so, but, but, I mean, but besides the, uh, besides this, uh, George, like I asked you, what, what else are you have going on, what you have coming up? Wait, ask that question again? But besides the, uh, the team up, the, uh, the, the partnership with Wake Farm, and uh, yep. what else do you have coming up? Uh, that we well, forward to. Well, I can tell you. Hopefully, you know, uh, you know, we go up and and things work out, and you know, wait for you know, like our product that we can put it in the store also, because mm-hmm. we want to give eight to ten cents every bag sold back to those food banks and to and those to those shelters, to those food mm-hmm. pantries. So that's something that we want to give. Uh, IFBG want to give back to them for a commitment. You know, gotta start somewhere, right? I mean, they've been rolling. They've been They've been they've been moving moving mountains. We just want to be a, a little piece of rocks to help out to move right. that mountain with them, you know. But but right now for right. me, um, down south, I mean, I'm in the construction business. I've been doing that probably about up, up to a year before I retired, and um, right. worked in North Dakota for about a year. But I'm back home in Baton Rouge. Uh, North Dakota mm-hmm. was just straight hell for me. You know, negative 60 degree temperatures, and away from my right. family. I couldn't dig that, man. So I'm back home in Louisiana, uh, good old Baton Rouge, and just um, helping out. Because right now I'm on my way to uh, a, a food a food bank right now. we got a food drive that we're going to serve food to about 250 uh, homeless people, and we're going to, you know, preach a little bit and give the word and touch and agree. Right and, uh, yeah, so that, that's what I'm going to do right now on my way in Baton Rouge to do that. But uh, other than that, though, man, I just, I just hang around. I work. I've uh, got three kids, so... So we have a good time, and I just finished decorating the Christmas tree for my kids. And uh, yeah, man, I'll be down for. I'll be down there giving my gift, man. Maybe she got one of those treats for me, man. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and hey, uh, you might get the... so, uh, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you want to give out any websites or anything for my listeners to um, look out or check you out? Oh, yeah, I got uh, JarvisGreen.com. Uh, JarvisGreen.com is more of an informational website. You know, um, got some good stuff on there. We're trying to add on some more things as we go so everybody can kind of stay updated and what's going on. Also, you can check out my Twitter page, JarvisGreen97. 
So sometimes when I talk on there, you know, don't get offended sometimes because I'm uh, I'm 100% real. You know, I don't use profanity and stuff like that, but, I mean, um, just talk about the truth. And, you know, I'm always on there talking about cheaters never win, you know, so I make sure I let the kids know do everything the right way. And uh, you never have to look behind it. So sorry, you know. Right. Um, Jar, uh, well, seriously, uh, when you're in New York, definitely let me know. And uh, if you're doing anything with me in New York, let me know. I'll definitely come through and uh, support it. Okay, that, hey, I'm going to be up there on December 15th, man. I'm going to be there for about a week because I know uh, I, um, I'm up there with the shrimp thing, but also I got to go up there with some um, some uh, some storm, I guess some work up there. I have some friends up there working up there. I guess I'm going to see everybody and see how everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah, so so let me know. Listen, I'm gonna uh, text you my my uh, my cell phone number so that's where you can keep in touch with me and call me okay. directly. And let me let me know. I'll definitely um be I'll be there. You know, in the to support you. Um, okay. you know, uh, definitely tell me tell my little cousins that said hi, man. I didn't know it was three, man. I think last time I remember it was one, but definitely tell my cousin Tim said hi. Okay, I will. <laughs> I'm joking, man. You don't have any shout outs, man. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out again to the, uh, the hurricane victims up there, Hurricane Sandy, New Jersey, New York area. Um, you know, everybody got affected. Um, you know, Merry Christmas to everybody, and I uh, hope everybody have have a happy new year. And remember, the people that have been there for you, just go tell them that, go tell them today that you love them. That's about it, man. All right. All right, man. Be back, man, and um, definitely... I'm going to definitely text you my number, man. Definitely keep in touch, man. I look forward to seeing you maybe in a, in a couple of weeks, all right? All right, man. Cool. Be good. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. All right, man. Be blessed. Sure. <laughs> 